Hello and welcome to the Total Mental Performance Podcast, the one and only mindset podcast dedicated to helping fitness entrepreneurs and coaches master their mindset, giving you insider access to industry leaders around their psychology, their campfire stories, and the mindset required to be successful in this business. I'm your host, Kieran O'Neill, mental performance coach and founder of Total Mental Performance, the world's fastest growing specialist mindset service dedicated to the fitness industry. So without further ado, let's lean in and listen. Yes, yes, team. Welcome to another episode of the Total Mental Performance Podcast. We have Cheetah today. And Cheetah is one of my personal coaching superstars. And we've been working with Cheetah over the last, I think, six or seven months now. Yeah, yeah. Time flies, huh? Yeah, it goes very quickly. <laughs> and she's made some incredible, incredible changes. But Cheetah, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience and tell us about who you are and who you coach? Yeah. So my name's Cheetah and I coach mainly females aged from 25 to 65. Well, there's no no limit, essentially. Just helping ladies lose weight, feel super, super confident in their body. It's normally ladies who have never really got to their goal or they yo-yo dieted. Um, and also whilst improving their fitness, improving their health um, and helping people like reverse diabetes and PCOS. Um, but the main thing is just making sure they feel awesome in their body and, and super happy with it as well. Amazing. So, yeah. Amazing. And you didn't have the traditional coaching path. No. <laughs> so just share with our with our audience how how did how did it all start out for you? Yep. Um, so my background is I'm actually a dentist. So qualified over 11 years ago, not showing my age or anything like that. Um, and I always really had like a great passion. Not always. I was um, had a passion for fitness. So um, when I'd go to work, I'd always want to like try and leave <laughs> to get to the gym to, to train and things like that. More so in like the last five years or so. Um, and then I thought, I had like a bit of a transformation with myself um, and I just felt so much happier in my body that it also just helped me get better in my work. So I used to feel a bit more energetic um, and I just thought I want to help other people feel like this, to feel like way more productive, to feel really happy in their body. I was kind of sick of just hearing, you know, the staff room stories of, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm on like Slimming World. I'm on this. I'm on that. And I was like, these things don't work <laughs> like, mm. unless you follow through with it. Yeah. So then I didn't really know how to become an online coach. So I had one. They just said, oh, you've got to do your level two, level three personal training qualification. So so I did that whilst working as a dentist and then I was like okay what do I do now so they were like maybe work in a gym so I was mm. like okay this is like yeah, so there's like, a change yeah know, what do I do like I've never never done this so I think I went on Indeed or something like that to look for for jobs for like personal trainers um in a gym um and I remember going to like Virgin Active David Lloyd and um, Pure Gym and I'll be honest, I was a little bit shocked of like how much you get paid doing mm. that because I was, I'd actually at that point stopped being a dentist because I thought I'm going to go all in, I'm yeah. going to give it everything that I can. And when I was trying to do the maths, I thought, okay, if I work at David Lloyd, I get like, I think nine pounds an hour or something like that. If I work at Pure Gym, you get all of your money from like your personal training clients, but then you're working for free. So did the maths and I thought, yeah, okay, I'll work for free and <laughs> get some clients. Not that easy when you're yeah. like, you think people have come to a gym to, to ultimately lose weight. It's going to be really easy to find, you know, people to train. It is the most awkwardest thing like ever. You, They teach you to like go up to someone on a treadmill who's got their headphones on and to go up to them and be like, interested in personal training like you know like you're trying to sell something on the side and it was really really hard like and I think it made me want to 
really go for it because I thought I've not really got an income coming in. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to graft for it. I'm going to work really hard. And then I came across like the OTE and there was like a free five day challenge that I went for. I did like one of the tasks that I had to do and I bagged my like third personal training client. So I was like, if I can do this in five days, let's see what happens from like actually signing Mm. up to this. And then it's just grown and I'll be honest I was a bit apprehensive because obviously everyone's known me to be a dentist you know like that was from the age of two I feel like I was brought up to to do that Mm. uh, from like mum and dad um, and my sisters and then changing my career path was it's quite like it was scary Mm. to tell people that I'm doing it and I remember like when I had to do an Instagram post to say I've was like making the change and um I think I spent like three weeks on like shall I post it shall I not post it yeah what will people think am I good at this can I even Mm. do this as a job and then so many things are going through in my head but I'm so happy that I've I still like do some dentistry but um yeah this is obviously my main my main thing that I do um, and just love it absolutely love my job (laughs) sorry that was a long and you and you work hard you work really hard and I've observed how hard you work it's it's great you've got a great work ethic but there is something about when you move career Mm. you're actually moving identity yeah you're moving from like you said i've been had this idea since i was almost two yeah to go into a certain field yeah and then when you change that Mm. your family might not always like that Mm. you you might experience judgment you might experience why do you want to do this why do you want to do that Are, are you are you sure you want to do that? You might just get, yeah, go for it. If that's your dream, that's your dream. And there's the internal battle of that's not who I am and that's not what I do anymore. Mm, yeah, it's it's really hard because you're always seen as, well, you feel like you're seen as that one identity. So to make that shift, and um, there are still actually some people now who will come up to me and be like, you're crazy. Like, why, why have you made that, you know, shift? It's such a comfortable job that you had, like, you know, steady income and things like that. But I guess like no one really knew what happened behind closed doors, like the stress of being a dentist, like you're, you're kind of forced to see like 30, 40 patients a day, and you really want to be able to help everyone, but it can take its toll. Like you're, you're sitting down literally for eight, nine Mm. hours straight. There were some weeks that um, every Monday, actually, I used to do a 12 hour shift straight and you'd start clinic at eight, you'd finish clinic at eight. So you'd get home Mm. at nine, nine 30. Then the next day you're back at work at eight. Mm. Um, And it was just like, it wasn't a good work life balance, but the stress behind it was, was not great for me. Unfortunately, I kind of felt like I'd got to that breaking point where something had to change because I wasn't happy kind of doing that. And I thought it got to a point where I was like, I I will work for free and do something in fitness because I was like, that will kind of bring me joy. I mean, essentially working in the gym, I was working for free. I even Mm. worked with another company where I worked for free for them for six months. But it was the best choice that I made because I learned so much from being surrounded by these people and having that identity shift. It's I still do have those moments where like people will come up to me and I kind of feel like I have to justify what I do now, but Mm. I don't, I don't think I should really have to, because it's, I do often feel like you get, um, people did actually treat me differently if I said I was a dentist or if I said I was a Mm. personal trainer. And it was really weird. The respect level would 
it really changed. So I used to work for this one company and they just introduced me as one of their trainers. And then after a few weeks, it got out. Actually, I like was qualified as a dentist and people used to speak to me so differently. Mm. And I was like, I'm still the same person. Yeah. And actually made me quite upset because I think what like you shouldn't treat anyone differently. If someone does any role that anyone does, they're still providing for you know, a community. So we should all kind of just be treated the same, I like to think. But well, human beings are naturally judgmental. Yeah. And pe- people will judge you based on what you do, mm. what you look like, yeah. how much money you make. Yeah. Typically, men are more judged on uh, how much money they make mm. and their competency yeah. as a whole. Mm. And women are more judged on, on how they look. And that's changing. Yeah. But that's still, I do think that's still ingrained in, in cultures and, and perhaps even genetically. Yeah. So that's all, you're always going to be judged. But I think part of it's getting to a place where you just become so confident in, well, I am who I am, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that's okay. And I think job titles is also something where people get caught up in that a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, somebody will hear dentist, they're like, wow, like they're, they're, that's yeah. like, it's like a serious, seriously heavy level profession. Mm, and then yeah. if they'll hear something like a coach, they're like, coach? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's understanding that you don't have to justify yourself to anyone. Yeah. That I am inherently who I am. I know for a fact there'll be people in my software sales career mm. looking at me going, mindset and mental performance coach? Yeah. What? What yeah. gimp? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and it's understanding that when you make a career change, mm. people are going to want you to be in the same place that you were before yeah because they have an idea as to this is who cheetah is yes yeah this is who cheetah is and i put yeah. her in this box and now she's coming out of this box and that yeah. makes me feel unsafe yeah <laughs> and you also hold up a mirror because when you make changes to who you are mm. people around you will yeah. start thinking maybe i need to make some changes and people don't yeah. want to change in in general yeah. yeah and uh i'm not surprised that that's how you felt and and you experienced that but at the end of the day, you, you're so much happier. Yeah. You're getting so much more done. Yeah. And it's more fulfilling. Yeah. It doesn't matter what anyone else wants to do. You know, exactly. And it's taken me a while to, I think, realize that as well, because, yeah, it's not easy to, to make that shift. And it's all, it's all a bit like you're trying to get acceptance for, from mm. everyone. And then you look back and you're like, well, why? Why, why do I need to be accepted or like do I need all these likes on my Instagram? Yeah. You know, before you're like, just checking your phone, being like, when I put that post up that I've got like a fitness account, I was like, who's seen it? What are they mm. thinking? Like, has it got around to the family? Have like, do extended family know? And then at, at the end of the day, I'm like, why? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. Um, I know I'm happy. I know I'm helping loads of people, but it takes a long, long while to kind yeah. of get through that. Um, and only kind of looking back on things from a lot of work that we've done together, it's really actually helped me think, oh, wow, I really would have done things a lot differently back yeah. then if um, if I was just looking at myself a lot more, I think as well. But it's quite nice because you've had those changes as well, like with your career. So that's why I can really like relate to you because you'll understand a lot of what yeah. I think I've gone through. <laughs> well, I've had two. I've had uh, boxing. Yeah. And that was like, that was so hard to let that go. Mm-hmm. That was eight years of pain, chaos, yeah. like an eating disorder, anxiety, fear, a lot of money being beat up, winning, traveling around the world. Like that, that was, that was really bloody difficult. Yeah. Uh, and I, I retired, I think I was 20, maybe, maybe 21. Yeah. 
you know so you spent like all that time for your teenage years which yeah. is quite a, an important part of your identity i'd also sacrificed yeah. i didn't party yeah. i didn't go out and do the drinking thing i didn't go to to university i was training in yeah. the gym because your food was so important like yeah. alcohol would have just set set things off right correct so it's, um... well it's a weight-based sport mm-hmm. and you know i'm five five seven five eight people think i've grown recently in the last year or two where i started eating a lot more i don't know i think probably somewhere between that but yeah. I, was, I was 56 kilos okay yeah and yeah. even when i last boxed i think the last time i got me- measured height wise was 171 centimeters at 56 kilos right. so you're just starving yourself all the yeah. time but when i had to go right well i'm not doing that anymore mm-hmm. i remember once i told my coaches yeah. i was done mm-hmm. i sat in the car outside the boxing club and i cried yeah and it broke me down because i realized that that's just not who i am anymore yeah. that's, that's that's me done that's mm-hmm. just finished it's over yeah that was hard that was so hard mm-hmm. and then going into you know going into this, the software sales world mm-hmm. and going through that shift yeah. and then going, you know what? Like it was all I was trying to do was pr- prove myself yeah. through the boxing. It was physically trying to prove myself through the, yeah. the software sales. It was financially trying to prove myself. Once yeah. I became enough, mm-hmm. I realized I was inherently happy, unhappy again and, and yeah. making that shift to what we do now. It just yeah. like, it's hard because you have to say goodbye to parts of you that no longer serve you yeah. and not the whole world's not going to like that. Yeah. Some people be really encouraging. Other yeah. people go, Oh, why do you want to do that? They won't get it. Yeah. That's okay. But when you're clear on this is why I want to do it. This is for yeah. me. Nothing can stop you yeah. and you'll just find a way. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think for me, like, I guess like the more uh, people I work with as well, just seeing like how, how happy they are now. And I just think, well, if I didn't do this, all of those ladies would have still just been stuck in that rut of just, you know, going yo-yoing, going to the gym, just not doing the right thing. And now, which may sound weird saying it out loud, it's, it's really nice that when you get photos of them on a beach and they're like, I've never worn a bikini and I'm like 55 years old wearing a bikini. And I'm like, yes, like that's so cool that you're not covered up. You know, your mm. husband notices the difference. Your family sees how happy you are. Like, it's just a shift. It's not just a physical transformation. It's a whole, like, whole transformation for these ladies. So, um, yeah. yeah make me happy so let's talk about when you stepped into the tmp program what was it that made you raise your hand so i don't know i don't know if i've actually shared this bit with you the first bit so i had my photo shoot with denmark probably i think around six or seven months before i actually reached out to you Um, and he said you don't you're not yourself like you're just someone who's in a little shell like you're not very confident and I think in all honesty I did feel a bit of like an imposter being like who am I to do a photo shoot like Mm. you know like I don't do these things it's not not very me so I didn't even know what to what to do I Mm. remember like having to get a tan done the Mm. day before I was like this is also so out of my comfort zone um and he was like oh you know there's this guy called Kieran um you know you should really message him and I think I just messaged you you replied back and I was like nah that was a bit wishy-washy like what's gonna come out of it and then I was speaking to a few other people so like Adam said he'd Mm. done some work with you and some other people as well and I thought okay do you know what people are this name keeps kind of going around (laughs) let me just have a chat with you and I what was happening at I I remember actually when I what really triggered it was um me and my husband Arjun had gone to Jordan on holiday and I'd we'd booked a shorter holiday so it wouldn't really have an impact on my work but the way I work with my clients is actually check every single thing for them like every single day so what was happening I was having to wake up either like four or five hours earlier (laughs) um, in the day to to check Mm -hmm. everyone was okay or going to bed later and 
I really just didn't feel like I was present in that moment. I was doing check-ins and I just remember just just feeling really awful, being like, this is not a holiday. Like he's taken time out of his mm. work, not seeing patients to spend time with me. And I'm just like putting my time into my clients. I'm then getting angry because he wants to do things. And I was like, I've got work to do. Mm. And I was like, this is not right. Like this no. isn't, I'm now going back and I'm not enjoying my work anymore. So I remember having a chat with you and you were going through like the different archetypes. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, this resonates with me. And yeah, then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Let's see what, what this is. And it's just been like life-changing. Like, I guess I never realized it was, things that stemmed from when I was so so much younger, like all of those things have just been with me. And now I can actually just have a bit more of a life, which I don't know, sounds like a bit bad saying it, but you know, I can, I can have time to myself and spend time um, with my family. Um, and even like looking back, there were times where I had like my nephews, um, it was probably his fourth birthday, he's turning six. And I remember it was on a Sunday and I was getting annoyed being like, guys, I've got to go home. I've got check-ins to do. And then people are like, but you work seven days a week. Like, when is your time off? And I was like, no, but I've got to serve my clients. I've got to work. Mm. And and I think also it was me trying to prove myself that I I can get my clients yeah. my results, but I don't need to be doing that to get them mm. results. It's I can help them and I can guide them, but they don't need cheetah 24-7 if I'm doing my job correctly. Um, So, which I like to hope I now can yeah. say that as well. Um when you think about the parts from when you were younger, yeah. what were some of the experiences that you had that was driving that, I need to get more done, I need to be enough, I need to do this? What do you think yeah. was... Well, I think um, like from, what, from working together, it kind of stemmed um, with... So generally my family, everyone does work crazy hours, I feel like. And it was always like stemmed from a young age that we always had to like be the best or we had to always be hardworking. Um, and I think like with my dad, you know, he'd... Um, he'd kind of built his business from scratch so you know they'd been like moved from Africa over to England and he always just wanted the girls to just be really successful to be really independent to I guess never need Mm. like a guy to financially rely on and I think it was just from like day one the moment we had to do like seven plus exams or go to school it'd be like what grades did you get who got the top of the class Mm, like what why didn't you do better um and which is you know that that was fine and now I, I can look back and think you know he obviously did it like in our best interest but that's always kind of followed through with me so even with my work it's um got to do everything very well it's mm. got to be done like to perfection which appreciate it doesn't really but that was like a really really big driving force and I think I guess indirectly I was there just to kind of impress my dad with a lot of it I felt like and even sometimes he'd be like so how much do you earn and, mm. and be like oh okay do, doing quite well so yeah. I just saw your tax bill the other day and I'm like yeah okay <laughs> but, but it, it's never like good enough so it felt like that but now actually it it regardless of the number it's um he you know it's con- he's content I'm content and I think what was really handy like speaking to you Kieran was actually nailing down on my why because a lot of the time when you're part of a mentorship it's quite easy to get sucked up by numbers and to think oh so and so is doing this so and so is doing that and then actually I was like my why isn't a financial goal I never got into this to to make loads of money or anything like that my why has actually always been to be able to help people so even as a dentist I never liked to see anyone in pain always had to Mm. if someone had toothache I'd bend over backwards and stay behind them after work just to help them Um, and I think that's been really important that you've highlighted to me and also not 
making my own prison well we all make our own mm. prison but not making it a bad one to yeah. live in as well so it's i probably butchered it i'll let you explain what that means but. yeah no that's exactly <laughs> it well like, we all build our own prisons yeah we all build our own prisons and you might as well build a prison that you actually love to enjoy yeah because we all have responsibility whether you like it or not we're all going to suffer and we're all going to find things hard so we might as well build a prison and we might as well build something that's that's meaningful yeah and you've done a great great job at that and there's something really interesting there about the influence of your father mm. and his absolute best interests and i think with that great lovely loving intention the way that that can be received and the way that it can impact us can be really crazy and i think there's a lot of people listening to this podcast probably have had a, a father that mm. pushed them and pushed them and pushed them and pushed them mm. and pushed them and it's understanding that you got to do this stuff for you, yeah. not for your dad mm. or for your mum. Yeah. You've got to do it because you want to do it. And when you can get to that place of, well, I'm still enough, regardless of the external world, and we get to the place where you've got, where you're very clear on your why. You yeah. know why I'm doing this. This is what I'm here for. And this is what I was put on the planet to do. You almost become more at peace. Mm. You can get a lot more done. Whereas if you're constant, if you're still operating on the old software of, yeah. Yeah, but mum and dad said I had to do this, I had to do this, I had to do this. And mm. you're always going to be stuck because yeah. you're always going to be at conflict with yourself and, and making those changes. I mean, you tell me how they panned yeah. out for you. Yeah, so I guess for me, one of the biggest worries was actually telling them that I've, you know, they've invested so much in like sending me to good schools my whole life to always want us mm. to do like a, a professional job essentially and a part of me did feel like oh have I let them down like I'm I get I don't even know if they know like I was literally on my hands and knees like cleaning treadmills like at mm. six in the morning um, and I, I just think if, if they knew that that they would feel like they'd kind of let me down as uh, but really yeah. they hadn't it was nothing to do with that I knew I had to do that to to be able to then get further and I think it's so different because you're not chasing perfection or you're not trying to chase I've got to do this, I've got to do that because of, or this is how they'll react. But I guess part of me just feels like I'm at peace. Like whatever I I do, like I is enough. Um, and I don't really have to like justify myself to anyone. And I think for me, what was a, a big worry is not even just letting, telling mum and dad of like, this is what I've chosen to do. It was more just then how will their family react on it? So I guess they've always been very proud mm. of the girls is how we'll say it. So would they, would other people maybe think, oh, you know, they, they were so proud of them. And then this one's kind of gone, gone off on and done her own thing. Um, but what's actually been really nice is um, when I now speak to like extended family, they say that their parents have just seen like how much happier I am. And it's actually influenced other people mm. in the family to do things. So it's, it's nice that some people are doing something on the side of their corporate role and things like that. But um, it's, yeah, it's really weird having that change of mindset and you actually just are more productive. So yeah. you actually get more done yeah. because you're not always trying to impress people and, and do those extra things um, as well. So Well, that's just a load of emotional baggage that you just don't need because you yeah. just hang around with all this pressure, all this stress, all of this tension. Yeah. And when you think about when you're in the gym, often if you hit a PB, mm. you are in a place where you're tense but relaxed yeah or if you're tense but you're tensed it's even yeah. harder to, to to lift the weight yes and yeah. when you start to make those psychological shifts mm -hmm. and when you think about the word emotional baggage yeah it, there is almost like an inherent baggage like yeah. it's it's heavy yeah and when you make those shifts yeah you have more energy yeah you have a clearer mind you have more clarity mm -hmm. and because you're reprocessing those internal emotions and and re essentially more resources mm -hmm. 
you get a lot more done in a lot less time. Yeah. And that's something that you've done a really good job at. It's just, in fact, there's been a couple of times on calls where you were overworking and doing so much where you can't be like, Kieran, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. I've got all of this time now. Like, yeah. what, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I remember actually speaking to you and I was like, I just feel like a bit of a, just a bit lazy. It was like, mm. done my work. Like, I want a challenge. It was like, mentally, it needs some more like stimulation, essentially. And then you were like, okay, so let, let's think about, you know, how we can get there. Um, but I also remember like on one of our sessions, it was, we've had like quite a few heavy sessions. You've probably seen me mm. at like my worst, I feel like. Um, and it did actually feel like my shoulders just yeah. felt so much like, it was like I was literally holding a bag of like 50 kilos and then just, letting that off was it was just really weird just that you can get that from from like working with someone um, and I'll be honest the day after was probably a bit of an emotional wreck because mm. I was playing through yeah. it all in, in my head and being like oh my god I can't believe that's had such an impact and for years I've been carrying it like I thought well actually maybe if I had worked through some of this maybe 10 years ago my career in dentistry could have mm. been really different because again even in that actually there was always the first question everyone typically asks so when you say you're a dentist they're like oh Oh, NHS or private mm. it's like oh NHS oh and it's mm. like that disappointment yeah. again and I'm like well actually I'm helping so many yeah. people like why why would that be a why would you be like oh well you should work privately oh because it's all about money mm. no it's not if that's not your why that's not going to make you happy um, and it was I think actually if I had looked at myself a long time ago could have been in a whole different place but I'm very happy where I'm at now but it's just really interesting yeah. like yeah how how things can go <laughs> well it was, it was fun because we we got you to that place where you wasn't being driven by fear scarcity mm. not feeling enough yeah and that's where that boredom came in and then that's where we were talking more about the existential questions well what yeah. do we want life to look like yeah. how do we want to spend our time do we want to scale a business do we want not want to scale a business and we started yeah. tapping into why and then once you tapped into that why that's when the hammer dropped and you went right yeah. time to go try yeah. to impact more lives yeah Exactly, because that is what it is ultimately, just to help as many people as I can. And I think actually from seeing the online coaching world, I know obviously everyone has like does it in their own way, but like I am truly passionate about it. And I know like everyone I work with always does so well because I, I genuinely like, I'm like the cheerleader. Mm. <laughs> I'm like literally motivating them like every day to be like, come on, you definitely know we've had such, such great progress. Um, and I do, without sounding a bit weird, like I feel it's such a skill that I got and I enjoy, but I just want to share it with as many, many people as I can. Um, and that yeah, just excites me more than anything. So it's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, you've done all of this and Cheetah's very, very humble. Very, very humble. She's actually got an incredible coaching business insofar as the results that she gets with her clients insofar as you know the the revenue that she's been able to turn over and you've been able to do that almost quietly because a lot of coaches will love to shout about what they're doing a lot of coaches will love to shout where they're at whereas you've mainly focused on well this is what i love to do and this is where i'm gonna go and this is it and i think when you're coming from a place of genuine love and light yeah. it's like right i want to help people like you can yeah. see that in even in, in your dentistry and in your dentistry yeah. career like there was there's so much there's so much that you that you give mm -hmm. there's a deep caring within you mm -hmm. even when i had my wisdom too yes. like you were straight away you were yeah. like well look if you're in the uk like let me know we, yeah. we can find somewhere i'll get in i'll have a look yeah. have, what antibiotics have they recommended like yeah. you were straight away you were you're yeah. on it and i think yeah. you have that deep care and you have a big work ethic 
And now that you're operating more out of the light insofar as I'm inherently enough and I'm going to push for more versus I need to prove myself, I need Mm. to prove my dad, I need to prove the world that I've made this shift and it's it's the right shift. Mm. It's inspiring, Chief. You should be really proud because I really am proud you've done so well. Thank you, Kieran. And as as you know, it's always like with all of your help because it's, it's, I, I don't know really how you do what you do really. Like number one, it's must be quite tough, like kind of pushing people like out of their depth right asking a lot of these questions and then just dealing with me while I'm like crying on the other end of the laptop and then you're probably just like oh my god like but I know it's it's obviously part of what you do but yeah like just a massive thank you for like asking the right questions always making me feel really comfortable and never like pushing it too far and like yeah it's just amazing just to see the, the change of of everything as well and it's just really exciting to then see the growth because there have been moments where it's just really cloudy and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing where I'm mm-hmm. going but you've given me like so many great tools like I had in a couple of weeks ago I was just like my mind was really buzzing and I think before I would have just got super overwhelmed just sat and probably just done mm-hmm. nothing but I thought no I'm gonna do a brain dump I'm gonna list it all out I've got my like mind map okay these are the things I can control these are things that can wait but I'm getting excited about but they're not gonna like I don't need to do that And it was just nice knowing that actually that's something that we've like worked on and you've taught me and then that helped me push the direction of that week a lot further as well. So um, thank you. That's it. You're implementing the tools. And when you've built a solid belief system, you've Mm. done that deeper work where some of it is a cry fest. Some some of it is. And even even I still do it. Mm. You know, I, I still have therapist in in my corner and uh, i've actually got two i've got some one for my personal life one for my professional life mm. sometimes i'm on the other end of the laptop crying i'm like yeah. oh, whoa you know it's very yeah. it's very rare now but as you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper when you get there it's almost like double heart yes. it's like, oh god it's been ages you know yeah. but that's where the growth is and yeah. it does give you a serious edge something that you knowing your story and that you can overcome this stuff and you know you've gone there you've done the work and when you ask me how do i how do i do it well mm-hmm. it's exactly the same as you Chita. you've seen these experiences from eating better training better and becoming much yeah. more healthy happy and confident mm-hmm. it's exactly the same i i went through these changes and i thought wow we've yeah. got to bring this to the world yeah. and i did it in a time when therapy wasn't cool mm-hmm. mental health wasn't cool yeah mindset coaching wasn't cool mm. now it's very sexy and, and everybody yeah. seems to to feel like they're a, a mindset coach yeah but i was doing this this stuff when it was it was taboo you wouldn't tell people that you were doing this particularly yeah. as a man particularly as a, as a as a guy that was always a boxer or in software sales two very masculine dominant environments mm. you'd never admit to weakness yeah so when you understand that once I went through that, mm. I was never the same and in a good way. I yeah. just, I just, there's just so much more to get done. There's so much more to, to do, to live, to experience. And it doesn't have yeah. to be solely out of darkness anymore. That's when the game changes and you've done a great job of making those shifts. So you should be really proud because I am. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I was going to say it's like really also inspiring seeing how your growth within like TMP is going as well because that's it's kind of again nice seeing like you know you were there with your own like okay this is what I want to do then it's been really nice actually seeing you scale your team as well mm. and it's quite cool because then you'll know a lot of them the things that can pop up and it's nice to have someone to actually be like okay so this is going to happen and then it's just having someone in your corner kind of thing as well so. yeah and on the emotional side because mm. business coaches are great and they'll give you a lot of business mm. mindset advice but they won't necessarily have the time or the space to give you on the emotional 
side mm. and that's that's a different ball game managing yeah. your emotions is, is a different playbook mm. and you'll hear of, of many people that they'll, they'll claim to be a mindset coach but they haven't actually been to therapy themselves mm. or they haven't studied in psychology it's just I've, yeah. I've just got these experiences and i'll just say yeah. what i think and yeah. you got to understand that having somebody that understands the emotional game your mm. inner game on a yeah. deeper limiting beliefs on even on a trauma level yeah you can grow so much faster and you can do that in a way that's safe. That's why, you know, I pushed you. <laughs> there was always a limit and I understand yeah. what the limit is. And then yeah. it's like, right, okay, yeah, that'll do for today. Just yeah. like a squat, you know, yes. you're not, yeah. you're not going to put too much on the yeah. they're going to break their back. It's yeah. the same thing. So yeah. I've got one final question for you, yeah. Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Forget the organization, mm-hmm. forget me, forget the team. What does the phrase total mental performance mean to you? If you had it, how would you know? I think just clarity, but also knowing how to manage situations when you may end up back in those situations. So as you kind of say, like having the right tools in the toolbox um, just to be able to to manage things um, and yeah, just having that clarity, I think as well. I'd want to say freedom, but I feel that's a bit of a, mm. I don't know, may sound a bit cliche, but um, yeah. yeah, just having that mental clarity and bandwidth to kind of process everything. Um, so yeah. Amazing. They're the two coins, I believe, that TMP sells. Psychological freedom mm. and clarity. Mm. Understanding that you can still suffer and that's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with inherently with suffering. We're worthy enough with our suffering. Clarity, understanding who we are, understanding what it is that we need to do. Mm-hmm. And that directly feeds into performance. Yeah. And that feeds into the ability to get more done. Mm. The ability to turn up for your clients in a certain way to solve yeah. puzzles to be a leader to to, yeah. to ultimately live the life that you want to and you're worthy of and yeah so when, whenever i hear a when i say what does tmp mean to you and a client says freedom yeah. i'm like great yeah great. we're there <laughs> yeah. which is cool so yeah. chief it's been an absolute pleasure thank, thank you so much for coming yeah. on the podcast yeah. where can everyone find you so on instagram uh train with cheetah yeah that's it <laughs> amazing so, so i have a website but it's for some yeah I'll stop talking. <laughs> okay, amazing. And please, guys, drop us a comment. Feel free to, to get in touch with Cheetah if uh, you just want to learn more about her experience or even, like, she's a great coach, the depths that she goes into. So if you're in the market for a, for a coach, then I would strongly recommend have a chat with Cheetah. She's amazing. Cheetah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Kieran. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> So that's us for today, team. I want to say a huge thank you for spending this portion of your life listening to us. A couple of things before you disappear. If you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find all of our daily content on mindset and hitting peak performance at Total Mental Performance or our website, www.totalmentalperformance.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe or you'll find us on Spotify, uh, the Apple Podcasts and all the other various different platforms. Big love. Thank you ever so much. And we're looking forward to speaking with you soon.